1: The closer I get to him, the further I realize I'm away. I need more of him. This isn't just entertainment for me. These lyrics aren't just a cute song we chose. I feel this. I need more of him. And I pray that something was said in these songs that touched your heart, convicted your heart, challenged your thinking. I promise you, saints, we need more of them quick testimony and I'm a pray and we're going to bring up pastor Keith all this week I've been challenging myself to remove all distractions and all excuses and so no matter how crazy the day starts I'm intentional about getting up and reading the word and seeking his face and don't y'all know the more I've done that the worse my attitude got all week I said my God today Lord have mercy I've been praying every morning and I started to feel bad about midweek, a couple days in and God had to remind me that there's still more of me that you need that he was pleased with my efforts and that they weren't in vain he was just cleansing and purifying he was bringing to the surface those things that needed to come out I don't know about you but my desire is to be like him this isn't a game for me I was sharing with someone the other day if I sinning feels good to the flesh but when I made up my mind to serve Jesus when he gave me a mind to serve him I made a commitment in my heart that I would do it 100% 100% because if not I'll just go sin because sin feels good to the body so I'll live any kind of way but I'm in this 100% and because I'm in this 100% I want to be like him I need more of him and so I seek that and I desire all of him and I'm not saying this to pump myself up I'm really saying this to let you know how jacked up I am But I know I'm not the only one. So can we pray? Let's go to God. The one who we just disclaimed we need more of. Father, how we exalt your name. God, we need you. We need you. We need more of you. Your word says that in this flesh dwells no good thing. So God, if you don't come in, we know you've saved us. But if you don't sanctify us, if you don't set something on the inside of us ablaze, we'll be lukewarm. We'll live any kind of way. We'll talk any kind of way. We'll disregard your promises and your laws and your commands will be lawless and you didn't come and leave all of majesty where you sit where the angels just Mm. declare day after day hour after hour minute after minute holy, holy, holy it's the Lamb of God you didn't leave all of that come down and take on a lowly form in humankind just to save us for us to live any kind of way you said that you came so that we may have life and have it more abundantly God but it's challenging God our spirit is willing but our flesh is weak and sometimes God we find ourselves being as Paul was the thing I want to do I don't do and the thing I don't want to do I keep doing oh God we need more of you God That's what I'm trying to say. We need more of you. Somebody needs more of your way of thinking. Somebody needs your wisdom and your understanding, God. Set something on the inside of us, God. So that we can live the abundant life. So that we can have the more. We repent, God. We repent. We repent. For not making you a priority in our lives like we should. But I'm so grateful that in your abundant grace. You said that there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So we don't have to wallow in guilt and shame God. We can come to you freely. And that's what we're coming to you in this moment. Just saying, give us more. Give us more. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Oh, how I love him. Listen, I can sit here and worship God all morning, but... In this moment, in this set time, I believe that God has prepared something in our pastor for us to hear and receive. Do something today. Try to listen for yourself, not for no one else. Listen and receive it as if God told Pastor Keith to write this for you. You specifically. Do that. With open ears and an open heart. And I pray that the word of God bears fruit in your life as a result of you doing that. Let us now receive Pastor Keith. Amen.
0: Hallelujah. So grateful that the Lord makes a way. Wherever you are, if you could just lift up your hands and just worship for a moment. I know we just got out of worship, but can we worship the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings? God, you are worthy and worthy to be praised. Thank you for making a way. Hallelujah. So grateful for his presence on this morning. So grateful for you that have joined me. I want you to go quickly to your Bibles. I want you to go to Judges chapter 6. Judges chapter 6. Sweet presence of the Lord in this place. Judges chapter 6. And I want us to look at verses 13 through 15. then i'm gonna jump down to verse 24 judges chapter 6 i'm reading from the new living translation of the bible and the bible declares sir gideon replied if the lord is with us why has all this happened to us and where are all the miracles of our ancestors told us about didn't they say the lord brought us up out of egypt But now the Lord has abandoned us. I believe some folk in this season have believed that God has abandoned us and handed us over to the Midianites. Verse number 14 says, then the Lord turned to him and said, go with strength you have and rescue Israel from the Midianites. I am sending you. But the lord gideon replied how can i rescue israel my clan is the weakest in the whole tribe of manasseh and i am the least of my entire family i want you to jump down to verse number 24 in judges chapter 6 and the bible declares gideon built an altar to the lord there and named it yahweh shalom which means the lord is peace the altar remains in ophrah In the land of the clan of Abizar to this day. I want to just go back to verse number 13. The Bible says, Sir Gideon replied, if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? And where are all the miracles our ancestors told us about? Then they say the Lord brought us up out of Egypt. But now the Lord has abandoned us and handed us over to the Midianites. This this morning, I want to preach from this subject Remaining peace Remaining peace Wherever you find yourselves, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord Remaining peace I've been on this sermon series called The Pursuit of Peace And last week I talked about uh, This peace that we need to possess and how we pursue it And I said, I talked about the promise in peace But this morning I want to talk about Uh, remaining peace, remaining peace. In in Judges chapter 6 we find the children of Israel during a great time of unrest. The Midianites had stripped the children of Israel of all that had been a foundation of their peace. I want you to see what's happening in our text. Notice this. They were stripped of their hope. Verse 2 says they hid themselves. They they were stripped of their harvest. Verses 3 and 4 says their crops were destroyed. They were stripped of their homes. Verse 5 says the Midianites outnumbered them. And watch this. They were even stripped of their history. Verse 5 says their land was left. Bare. Everything that they rested their peace in was removed, and therefore their peace no longer remained. Well, what a sad tragedy, especially for the children of God. Why, why, why? Why do I say that this is such a stra- sad tragedy for the children of God? Because watch this: peace is the uh, for the people of God is our portion. Peace is our portion. That's John fourteen twenty seven. And peace, watch this, should be perpetual. That's John twenty nineteen. So, in other words, peace should be an everlasting inheritance I should not lose my peace somebody needs to put that in the comment box I should never lose my peace yet the sad tragedy as with the children of Israel in our text is that many believers never receive their portion of peace and if they do that peace is not perpetual their peace should be always always therefore as believers we must not only receive peace but we must desire that our peace remains Why is this significant? Because no matter What the enemy or life strips of us as believers, the Lord has given us peace that should be sustaining. I hope y'all just caught what I said. No matter what life strips us of, no matter what the enemy may strip us of, our peace should be sustaining. That means you can lose family and still have peace. You can lose friends and still have peace. And you can even lose finances and still have peace. I don't know about you, but I want that kind of peace. Peace that remains. If we can be honest, this has been a season where believers have been stripped of much. I know that that that, that, that may sound like a cliche, but we've been stripped of much. Uh, even more, we've been stripped to the point where it has stripped us of our peace. So if our peace should remain, we have to ask ourselves, not only how do we receive the peace of God, but how do we ensure that that peace remains? Through all situations, peace should remain. Through through all circumstances, my peace should remain. And I believe we can glean great wisdom from Gideon in our text as to how peace can be our portion. And we can ensure that that peace is perpetual. We should have remaining peace. So here's what I want us to do. I want us to examine our text so that we can have remaining peace. I'm going to really look at Judges chapter 6. In it's in entirety. And I want us to look at verse number 17. I believe it's on your screen, verse number 17. The Bible says, Gideon replied, if you're truly going to help me, show me a sign to prove that it is really the Lord speaking to me. Here's what I want you to know. You will never possess peace until you pray for peace. I know y'all probably thought I was going to give you something more deep than that, but you'll never possess peace until you pray for peace because the soulless of God Watch this requires supplication. So here's my first thing. If I, if I want peace that's remaining, I've got to have supplication. Supplication. If you're taking notes, I want you to write that down. Therefore, the reason that peace may not be present in certain areas of your life may be, be, be um, because you have not. For peace in that area No peace in your home You gotta pray for peace No peace on your job You gotta pray for peace No peace in your marriage You've gotta pray for peace Because while you're waiting on peace Your peace might be waiting on your prayer I hope y'all just caught what I just said While you're waiting for peace Your peace might just be waiting On your prayers Watch this is why verse 17 of our foundational text says Gideon presents the Lord with a plea Because Gideon knew he could never receive from God what he did not request from God. Therefore, the question we got to ask ourselves is, what am I requesting from God? God ain't just going to throw some stuff out of the air. God is waiting on our request. Because hear this, it's one thing to devote yourself to prayer, but it's another thing to be direct in prayer. What do I mean? Supplication is prayer that is directed. Why is this important? Because directed prayers send our desires to God And here's the good news God desires to fulfill the desires of his children I, If I can direct my prayers to God It sends my desires to him And the good news is God desires to fulfill the desires of his children Oh, Watch what um, Psalm 37.4 declares Psalm 37.4, it should be on your screen The Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord And he shall give you the desires of Of your heart so that means God desires your peace so the real question is if I don't have peace in my life maybe it's because I don't desire peace because if I desired peace I would pray for peace so if so send your desires to God by way of supplication because much of our delay in abiding in peace is due to our delay to ask for peace I hope y'all just caught what I just said much of our delay in abiding in peace is due to our delay to ask for peace. Watch what Paul says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 16. 2nd Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 16. The Bible says, now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace always in every way the Lord be with you all this was not just a salutation but this was a supplication for peace Uh, he wasn't just trying to give the the, the church at Thessalonica a a greeting but he was saying I'm going to make supplication for your peace at the sign of losing our peace we need to declare may the Lord of peace whatever troubles your rest you've got to declare now may the Lord of peace whatever troubles your refuge you've got to declare now may the Lord of peace and whatever troubles Your relationship somebody Needs to declare now may the Lord Of peace somebody needs to put that in the comment Box now may the Lord of peace Because your peace is Waiting on your plea to The Lord of peace that's good news To me that all I got to do is make Supplication to God and God Says I can receive peace so The first thing I want you to know the peace That remains requires Supplication supplication Now, now I want us to understand this. It's important to note that Gideon's request included the help of the Lord. Now, Notice what Gideon declared in verse number 17 again of our text. The Bible says, if you are truly going to help me. In other words, if you're going to ask God for, for the Lord's help, you have to submit to his hand. So here's the second point. If I want peace that remains, I've got to be willing to submit. It requires submission because peace that remains always requires watches your submission. Because however God Sends us our peace We must submit to the way in which he does it What do I mean? What do I mean? Because despite how you feel There are times where God has to remove Your ill-advised pursuits So that your peace might remain We've got some pursuits that are Delaying or disregarding us From our peace God will remove what you deem as prosperity So that your peace will remain And watch this, God will even remove People so that your peace might remain us we don't like that but sometimes folks are getting in the way of our peace and God says I may have to just remove them because despite what you may believe there are some pursuits some so-called prosperity and some people that have served as barriers to your peace so however the Lord brings us peace we have to have peace with how he does it That, In other words, I've got to submit to how he does it. God, whatever you need to remove to give me peace, Lord, I have peace with that. Therefore, the question we've got to ask ourselves, can we have peace with God's plan for my peace? Can I submit to his plan? Here's why I say this. Consider James chapter 4, verse 7. James chapter 4, verse 7. The Bible says, therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. This means your submission dictates what remains. I, if I, no matter what I submit to, is going to dictate what remains, either the soulless of God or Satan will remain. So hear this: the reason that the enemy might keep wrecking havoc on your peace might just be that you fail to submit to God. Because the Bible says, if we submit to God, He will flee. The enemy will flee because your failure to submit to God and His plans provides a platform for the enemy. Oh. That means some of us, the enemy ain't simply an intruder. We've invited him in. No submission. Oh, y'all hope y'all just caught that. I know that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but the enemy ain't an intruder in all of our lives. We invited him in because we didn't submit to God's plan for our peace. Yeah, here's some good news. The enemy can't steal your peace. The enemy can't sabotage your peace. And the enemy can't strangle your peace when you submit to God because when you submit the enemy flees. Somebody needs to get their peace back. And all they have to do is submit to God's plan for your peace. And the reason we need to submit to his plans. Uh, hear, hear this. The real reason we need to submit to God's plans for our peace is because his plans are predestined. That's Jeremiah twenty-nine eleven. His plans prevail. That's Proverbs nineteen twenty one, and His plans are perpetual. That's Psalm thirty three eleven, and here lies the problem: we've got too many f- believers fighting a battle that they can't win. You can't win against God's plan anyway. So, so, so you got to stop fighting God's plans for your peace. Because hear this: as long as you keep running from God's plan for your peace, God will never give you rest. I hope y'all just heard what I just said. As long as you keep running, because you think she's fine as wine, but you ain't got no peace with her. And God is trying to remove that. You think that job is paying all your bills and God says, I need to remove it because there's no peace in that. And as long as you keep running from God's plan for your peace, God will never give you rest. You better ask Jonah because Jonah ran from the plans of the Lord that he had for him. And the Bible declares this in Jonah 1 and 4. But the Lord sent out a great wind on the sea and there was a mighty tempest on the sea so that the ship was about to be broken up. Hear this. That means the current storm in your life may not be Satan, but it may be because you failed to submit to God's plan for your peace. This is why we must declare whatever the Lord needs to do to secure our peace. We submit, Lord, because peace that remains requires our submission. So here I said, the first thing I said is that peace that remains requires supplication. We've got to pray for peace. And then peace that remains requires our submission. God, however you want to bring peace in my life, I submit to it. Now let's look at verse number 18. The Bible says, don't go away. This is Gideon speaking until I come back and bring my offering to you. He answered, I will stay here. Until you return, this is the Lord speaking. Here's what I want you to know sustaining peace is given to those who present an acceptable sacrifice. So, here's the third thing Uh, if you want sustaining peace or peace that remains, you've got to offer a sacrifice. If you don't have the peace of God, then you may need to question what are you presenting to the Lord? Notice in our text. That, that Gideon did not make a supplication void of a sacrifice. This is why Gideon declared these words in verse 18. Don't go away until I come back and bring my offering to you. And here lies the problem with many believers. We ask of the Lord to include our peace Void of presenting an acceptable Offering to the Lord I We can't ask God of nothing Void of an offering I'm going to stay with me because I ain't talking about y'all money y'all The right sacrifice, hear this Won't have you waiting on God But it'll have God waiting on you I just, notice what the Lord t- tells Gideon I will stay here until you Return that's good news That know that if I can bring the right sacrifice God will be waiting on me uh, Therefore the critical question Then is what is An acceptable sacrifice I know Some of y'all are trying to figure out what Pastor Keith Going to say what 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 kind of offering Can I bring Consider 1 Peter 2 verse 5 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 5 It says this watch what it says You also, as living stones, are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices. I know somebody thought I was going to be talking about money. No, the Bible says spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. And watch this. Our text likens the people of God to priests. And the priests in biblical times were responsible for all that pertain to the worship of the Lord, Uh, the temple. In other words, are you a temple that's reserved for God and that reverences God? The Bible says that our bodies are a living sacrifice, a temple holy unto God. Is your body reserved for God and and is it a body that reverences God? Do you continually, watch this, offer sacrifices of worship? God is looking for a sacrifice of worship because the peace of God will always accompany the priests of God, those who continually worship Him. Nothing will win the war against your peace when you 're always found in worship oh that 's good news y'all you we, if we want to make sure that we always have a level of peace we 've got to always find ourselves in worship why 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 do I say that ezekiel twenty verse forty one reminds us That worship is received by God. Psalm 62 and 8 reminds us that worship creates a refuge for the believer. I'm I'm, I'm protected when I worship. And Matthew 11, 28 reminds us that worship is a place of continual rest for the believer. Because your solace in God is dependent upon your sacrifice to God. God is looking for a sacrifice. He ain't looking for your money. He's looking for your worship. If we want peace that remains, we must be reminded that God wants our worship. If peace is not present in your life, then you need to assess the worship or watch this, the lack thereof that you're presenting to the Lord. I promise you, you find a worshiper, you'll find somebody in continual peace. You find somebody that's always on their face worshiping God, that's a person that can always find themselves in peace. I'm not saying that everything will always go well with the worshiper, but the worshiper knows how to find himself in peace because God says, I'll receive your worship. I'll create a refuge for those that worship, and I'll give rest to the worshiper because the peace that remains requires an acceptable sacrifice. That's worship. You hear this? I'm going to be out your way. Peace should be the perpetual portion of the believer. It's our everlasting inheritance. Jesus gave us this peace and he left us this peace. A peace that remains. Yet this peace has to be pursued. Peace ain't just because you get saved don't mean you automatically going to receive peace. This is why throughout the Bible we find these words pursue peace. A peace that is pursued requires our supplication. It requires our submission and it requires our sacrifice. And this is why Gideon experienced a peace that remained because he pursued peace. And this is why verse 24 of our foundational text declares this. The Bible says Gideon built an altar to the Lord. And there he named it Yahweh Shalom, which means the Lord is peace. The altar, watches remains in Ophrah in the land of the clan of Abazar. To this day, our text reveals that this peace, this place of peace remained with Gideon and his people. But I believe the significance in this verse is that Gideon built an altar, a place where he received the peace of God. In other words, Gideon made a sanctuary for where he received this peace. I I won't try to understand what I'm trying to say. When Gideon received peace, he desired to protect And preserve his peace that means your peace with God and your peace in God won't remain until you protect that peace your peace needs a sanctuary oh y'all gotta stay with me the peace of God needs to mean something to you it can't just be a place of visitation but it must be a place that you reside this is why it's so critical for us to be worshippers I want to reside in that place that we shouldn't always come to God when there's an issue. But can you continually come to God and preserve your peace? Because a peace that remains requires that you remain in that peace. We've got to build a sanctuary for our peace. And if we can do so, we'll have peace that remains. I want a peace. If we want peace that remains, we've got to offer God supplication. We've we've got to offer uh, uh, God uh, an acceptable sacrifice. God says, if you want uh, 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 this peace that remains, I've got to, it requires our submission. And God says also, I've got to create a sanctuary for my peace. I've got to protect my peace at all costs. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. God, we thank you, God, for the peace that remains. God, we need your peace. God, this is a season, God, where many of your believers have been stripped of much. And God, we pray now, God, that although we've been stripped of much, everything that has seemingly been a foundation for our peace, God, we thank you, God, that you can give us peace that remains. So God, I pray for every believer now struggling to find peace. And God, I pray, God, That they'll make supplications for their peace. As Gideon realized, God, we can never receive what we do not request from you. So God will make supplication to you. And God, not only that, God, we'll submit to your plan for our peace. God, whatever you got to do, if you got to remove people, God, we'll submit. God, if you got to remove what we think is our prosperity, if it's in our jobs, God, we submit. God, remove whatever you need to remove and we'll submit to it, God. Because remaining peace requires our submission. And God, we pray, God, that we'll offer an acceptable sacrifice. You don't want our money, God. It has nothing to do with our finances. But God, you're looking for our worship. God, worshipers, you're seeking true worshipers, God. Those that will worship you in spirit and in truth. God, and if we can find ourselves in the place of worship, God, you'll receive our sacrifice like a sweet, up smelling aroma. Shall it go to your nostrils, God? And God, you'll give us rest. You'll give us refuge and you'll receive it, God. And we can walk in remaining peace. And God, not only that, after we receive our peace, we'll create a sanctuary for our peace. We'll protect it at all costs. God, we won't be believers, God, that only come to you in a time of trouble. God, but we'll come to you always. God, making a sanctuary for our peace. God, we love you and adore you. And we bless you in Jesus' name. And every believer that said and believed said amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. At this time, I'm going to ask my wife to come forward and close us out and take us through the rest of the service. I love you, Way Church family. I miss y'all. I know that God will give us great peace in this season, but we've got to pursue it. Peace has to be pursued. It's not going to fall out of the sky, but we've got to pursue it. I know this pandemic has been tough. This season has been tough. But as a believer, remaining peace should be our everlasting inheritance. And I believe that to be so. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us receive my wife at this time.
1: Amen, amen. We thank God for the word. Listen, thank you again for tuning in. Um, Just a few quick announcements. Um, We want to first of all, thank you all for those of you who had the ability to give and those who um, even didn't and wanted to and prayed for them, our teachers um, and our students who will be returning to school. Some may have already um, begun their classes, but we thank you for giving to those lists for our two teachers. We put out um, lists out there for you to contribute and you did so and they're very grateful. Um, So we thank God for that. Thank you so much. Um, Also, don't forget that Children's Church is today. Children's Church at 1 p.m. via Zoom. So if you have a child between the age of 4 and 11 then please 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 tune in refer to your email Um, we had listed the zoom information there minister and training rundell has something prepared for the kids and it's exciting Uh, my kids are too young but i might just jump on anyway and crash the youth church to hear the message so please parents of the way church tune in um, and refer to your emails if you need further information listen um We say this often um, that just as the Bible says every man shall give as God has laid on your heart to give. So this is an opportunity for you to give. The information is listed on the screen for you there. There's two avenues that we have for you to give. You can use PayPal or you can do Cash App. Whichever is more convenient for you. We just appreciate your heart to give and we thank God for your consistency and your commitment. Um, There's so many exciting things that God has laid on the heart of Pastor Keith. Um, God is just really favoring the way church through this pandemic and part of that is through your commitment um and giving so we appreciate your heart um so be committed to that but also be mindful of what christ lays on your heart to do um you can do that at this time and i don't believe we have any other further announcements so we're gonna just go ahead and close out in prayer. man i pray that something um was sung or said in the word um that has thrust you forward in your journey with christ amen let's go to god in prayer father we thank you and we honor you we thank you that you're the god that knows how to keep us even as it says in the book of jude now unto him who is able to keep you from falling it's you who knows how to keep us oh god it's you and you alone And so we thank you for this word. We thank you for this worship. We thank you for this entire time in you, O Lord. We ask that you be with us, even as we continue throughout this week, O God. Better yet, God, I'm sorry I changed a prayer. Help us to be with you, for you're always with us. But help us to remain connected to you. Your word says that if we abide in you, you all abide in us. And then you also promise that we'll bear much fruit and so god we want to be fruitful this week so help us to abide in you god it's in your son jesus name that we do pray amen thank you so much again for tuning in with us listen i know worship is over but you can still share it you can still um like comment um, drop something in the box whatever you need to do to be engaged also one last announcement Um, I know we published this um, via Facebook but we have a podcast now so those of you who don't have Facebook or if you have relatives or um, co-workers whoever that you know that want to hear the word of God and maybe jumping in on Sundays doesn't work for them or being on Facebook at all doesn't work for them um, send them the information for the podcast it's on um, I believe Facebook already it is on Facebook already there's a number of channels you can use Google Play you can use iTunes Um, there's something called breakers it's so much but it's all on the flyer please 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 share and get that information out also it might not be for them it it could be for you there's sermons on there way back i believe from within the last couple of months so if there's a word that pastor keith taught and you just want to meditate on that word and dig into it a little bit more then i want to encourage you to go on there and do that um i myself did that um just this past week i was able to tune in pull up a message that um i wasn't able to fully hear on that sunday and be engaged fully and give my attention to what the word um what the word was about on that Sunday. So I want to encourage you to do that as well. Again, thank you so much for tuning in, and we pray that you have a great rest of your Sunday.
0: I'm confident that you didn't stumble upon this podcast by accident, because God is sovereign. And whenever our sovereign God sends us a message for a reason, he wants us to respond. My prayer is that you respond by allowing the word to be planted in you so that it produces God's will for your life. Until next time, strive to not simply come to church, but to become the church.